0: Welcome to your Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick, coming at you as we do every Sunday from 10 until noon, right here on 1450 WXVW. The Weekend Sports Buzz is also on on Saturdays. Mike Gandolfo and his co-hosts is a, a rotating slew of, of co-hosts to join him. They're on from 9 to 11 on Saturdays, so be sure to tune in to both versions each weekend of your Weekend Sports Buzz. What we discuss on the weekend Sports Buzz is anything that has to do with sports. We're obviously located in Jeffersonville, Indiana. So, right across the river from Louisville, we talk about the Louisville Cardinals, Kentucky Wildcats. Those are big talking points that we we end up fading or, 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 or shifting toward inevitably, it seems. I've always been a fan of the NBA. Ever since I was as young as I can remember, I remember watching NBA games with my dad. And that was my first love from a sports fan perspective. And I grew up playing basketball. wasn't necessarily a, a very good player. But basketball was was my primary interest in life for, I don't know, the first 16, 17 years of, of my life. That was what I cared about. At the highest level, the NBA provides us with, in my opinion, the best action... Available. Not to take a knock at, at uh, college basketball. But if you're looking for the very best athletes and the best basketball players in the world, look no further than Tim Duncan and, and LeBron James. And what we have this year is a rematch in the NBA Finals from last year of the San Antonio Spurs and the Miami Heat. Um, Kevin Durant has done everything short of, of solidifying himself as the number two star in the league. He is turning into what I would argue is a, a modern-day Carl Malone. He is getting all the, the contracts as far as commercials. You see him on all these you know, advertisements everywhere. You look, Kevin Durant, the guy who was picked behind Greg Oden, Out of Texas, did the first year of the the one-and-done rule, dominant in college, is a great individual player, and teamed up with Russell Westbrook, he's able to consistently be in the running for making it to the NBA Finals each year. What the contrast to the style of the Oklahoma City Thunder is none other than the San Antonio Spurs who are exact opposites of the Thunder. The Oklahoma City Thunder have um, a, a style that leads to two players, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, getting all the shots. Whereas the San Antonio Spurs, their best player is, historically, without a doubt, has to be Tim Duncan. No question about it. But... If you were to watch a game or even statistically break down this Spurs team, Tony Parker and guys like Manu Ginobili and and, uh, Danny Green and Patty Mills, those are the guys who actually score a lot of the points. Tim Duncan is, I, I would say, almost in the same realm as Bill Russell as far as not caring about his personal statistics. Scotty Davenport, the head coach of the Bellarmine program here in Louisville, loves this Spurs team. And I do, too. I I, th- I think the Spurs represent everything about the NBA that does not get the credit it deserves. We're going to talk today about the, the NBA Finals and the, the future of this Miami Heat dynasty. Where will it go if they win this year? Will LeBron stay in town? Is he going to come back and try to uh, make a run at a fourth title in a row? Or... Are the Spurs going to cement themselves as one of the greatest dynasties ever? Is Tim Duncan going to really take that next step and become the type player who really joins an elite group as far as greatness throughout the history of the NBA? I see my man Brandon J. Lawrence has joined us. We're going to head to a break here. Brandon J. Lawrence and myself, Kelly Patrick, we'll be back with more of your weekend sports buzz. Welcome back to your weekend sports buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick coming at you as we do every Sunday from 10 until noon. Here talking about all things in the world of sports. We we have an opportunity to on a weekly basis recap the past week. And really touch on the the most exciting storylines out there, whether it be NFL or college or or college basketball or football or baseball even. Um, So it's a really cool show we have every Saturday from 9 to 11 and Sunday from 10 until noon. The Weekend Sports Buzz is brought to you by none other than your Brandon J. Lawrence, personal injury attorney. Call 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. We're actually joined in studio now by our man Brandon J. Lawrence. How you doing this morning, Brandon?
1: What's up, Kelly, man? I'm doing great.
0: I appreciate you filling in this morning, and, and Ashley Ashley Miller actually had to take the Sunday off, and it's great to have you in studio here with us.
1: Hey, man, it's great to be. It's, it's, uh, it's an honor to be asked to fill Ashley's stilettos. <laughs>
0: So it's, a, it's a, a, a show each Sunday from 10 until noon where we talk about all things in the world of sports. The main story as far as I'm concerned, I know there's college baseball and we'll get people calling in here pissed off if we don't talk about that. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb, Brandon. You tell me what you think. I'm just going to say I'm more interested in the NBA playoffs.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's too much of a limb to go on, and not, out not, on not Not too radical of a man. concept? No, the game was great last night, man overtime game like you would, I heard you talking earlier uh you know the spurs in the heat again uh the spurs get an opportunity to redeem themselves from last year last year's uh Tim Duncan uh missed missed the uh, layup he did championship yep yep you know Ray Allen in the corner rays corner yep you know and then you got the memories of the the fans leaving game 6 the fans left the stadium they didn't Let them back in, which was real cool. Uh, It shows you how dedicated Miami Heat fans are.
0: They seem to have (laughs) almost gotten better since last year, though.
1: Well, I guess they had to. They got shamed.
0: They they really did. Yeah,
1: they got shamed.
0: But you've seen some examples of them. I think the last game against the Pacers where they were just blowing them out. Oh, and the Heat. It was a Friday night in Miami. Yeah. So I guess it was a party atmosphere like a lot of NBA games are, and they were wanting a party. They stuck around. So are we seeing in Miami, I know that they get ridiculed far more than maybe anyone else for being just a horrible fan base. Are we seeing the birth of what could be a great fan base or even a a good fan base? Is that Because years ago, the the Los Angeles Lakers, they didn't, I mean, got to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the Lakers uh, Lakers showtime, right? You know, uh, they had but I think Miami's a little bit different because um because uh because of the the atmosphere as far as like the Hollywood atmosphere. You don't really have a whole bunch of stars. You don't have a whole bunch of stars, um they they I guess they play in Miami but they don't you know, Miami's not like a, a place that you make movies or, or anything like that. So you don't have um you don't have your guy. Uh, you know, you don't have the Jack Nicholson. Who's the Jack Nicholson of uh, of of a Miami fan? You know, who's like the notable. You got New York's guy Spike Lee. Who's the yeah. notable Miami fan. The
0: Clippers even got Billy Crystal.
1: They got yeah, they got Billy Crystal, Daryl the Clipper. Yep. Um. The,
0: the only one I can know. think of is um, what was it? Remember that chick? I'll bring it up here.
1: Oh, the one that was yelling at uh. Who was it? Was that last yelling, year in the finals? The lady was yelling at somebody. She was she, she uh,
0: was supposedly yelling. some so- socialite in the Miami <laughs> area,
1: and she was giving. I forgot who she, she was, was giving, giving someone business. the
0: finger. I think she there's a picture she of was, her just just giving them She the, was
1: giving Noah the business. That's right. Yeah, she was giving yeah. Noah the business. Yeah, because you know the great Miami Chicago robbery. But I mean, you know, I, I don't know, man. Wait, do you think it's? I think it's going to be a, a little. It's kind of boring. The Spurs, the Spurs. I think the Spurs play a boring brand brand of basketball.
0: Do you? You're you're not a Spurs fan? Well, no,
1: no, no. I I I hate them because they win so much, and the fans, their fans, and their fans are dedicated. You know, as they should be. They've got old man Riverwalk, Tim Duncan, <laughs> and then you got it's funny. You know, you got the thing with Charles Barkley talking about making fun of the. Uh, the women down there and eating all those, uh, on the vitamin T, tacos, tortillas, and uh, I forgot the other tea, man. I don't know. But it's, you know, they, it's, it's like the vitamin T thing, right? Because it's the South, you know, Southwest, Alamo, you know, Pee Wee Herman and all that. So, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, okay. Remember the Alamo. So...
0: So you're not not a huge Spurs fan because they uh, win so much. Are they the Patriots uh, of the NBA?
1: Somebody said that. I think was that you who said that last night? I don't know. I was looking I on don't Twitter, know maybe you said Someone may have said that. Um they've got to be. They've got to be because you know they even though I guess they, yeah, they have to be because they've won what? 3. They're going for the fourth championship? No,
0: I think Tim Duncan's already won 4. I'll, I'll won double four. Che- I'll fact check that real quick.
1: Okay, so they going Yeah, I mean, you know I guess you can call them a dynasty, maybe. People use that a whole lot, but I guess they have to be because they, they win the right, they play the right way, and, you know, they say the right things, and, you know, yeah. I mean, Pop needs to, I guess to be, like, officially the Patriots, Pop has to come out there with a uh, either, like, a wife beater or a off shirt. He can't just, he can't wear suits, man. You know, he's got to do, he's got to go Bilicek style.
0: From a fantasy perspective, I've played fantasy NFL and even fantasy NBA. I'd say it's a similar type deal. You don't want to draft any Spurs. Despite the fact how good they are, you know Tony Parker is a great point guard statistically and all that. They still they, they through the season they do weird stuff. They just <laughs> they just don't play them. I right, mean, they, right. Almost right. revolutionizing the way that they are taking an older team and really positioning themselves for a run through the NBA
1: playoffs. And, yeah, because Pop got fired for that was or he, he last yeah, year. Yep,
0: he has had you multiple run ends with David Stern and now, yeah. um, you know the current commissioner Silver. Um, so I mean, really changing. I mean, eighty-two games is a long season, yeah, and when you have your your, I'll still say Tim Duncan's their best player. He's thirty-eight years old, right? Um, Tony Parker's only thirty-two years old or thirty-one, but he has a lot of miles on him. Yeah,
1: he's good, he, cause he came into the league what? 19? I think at nineteen.
0: I think he was nineteen straight out of France,
1: and he'd already played. He'd already pro played
0: ball. a few years of pro ball or something, something yeah. along those lines. So it's a, a situation where they have. Mastered toward the end of this run, they still have Tim Duncan. They've mastered when to sit guys out, and that upsets the product. That upsets the the casual fan who goes to a game, you know, in Sacramento for a, a Tuesday night game between the Kings and the and the Spurs. People pay, you know, one hundred and fifty bucks for tickets. Right. They go in and, and oh, no, Tim Duncan tonight. I mean that. I can see where, from a, a business sense, that, that would upset the. The commission and, and everyone within the NBA, if they're not injured, you make up some bogus injury and you, you say, No, we're not playing <laughs> these guys. I mean, that's a something that, that's become a part of the Greg Popovich approach and the and the the Spurs brand.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's I guess it's one of those things it's like when you go you, you go to Broadway to see a play, right? You don't go to see the understudy. You go to see the star and that's what you pay. And you're paying top dollar, like you said. You're paying top; these tickets are outrageous.
0: They are. People pay it, so I mean that's what that's what dictates the price.
1: You know, but you know, when you if you pay that much money, you want to see the best player, regardless if he's got a, I guess if you you know, fake injury or legitimate injury. You want to see the best product that they could possibly put out. Especially
0: when it's a game or a team like the Spurs, uh, who's gonna? I remember. Um, out of the NBA games that I've seen in my life, I remember seeing Shaq play in 92 in Indianapolis. That'll never go away for me. I right. remember watching Shaq right. out there. I saw Michael Jordan play three times. I saw him play at Freedom Hall in Market Square Arena uh, up in, in Indianapolis. I also saw him play in the United Center. But I remember when I saw Michael Jordan play in Freedom Hall in a preseason game, I remember that neither Rodman or Pippen played that game. Right. So a lot of these fans... You know they make one game a year, one game every few years to really affect who that guy who's shelling out a lot of money at concessions and everything else is going to to um, see play. It's a controversial topic. I I don't have a problem with it at all. It works. How well, long can the can Spurs run. do this, Brandon? How long will the Spurs be in the finals next year?
1: Ah, uh, it's, uh, it's early to tell. Um, but I mean, the way the way that the West is right now, it's like, who's going to beat them? Because, you not, know, not
0: the Thunder because they're a two man game. That, that's not that's not good basketball.
1: And they're you know, and the Thunder are the second, clearly the second best team in the league.
0: Clippers could take that next step,
1: right? They could, but I mean, you know, they don't. I don't think they play good enough defense to win. And I don't think that they have. I don't think. As good as Blake Griffin is, I don't think he's that next level type of guy to take him to 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 take them to that elite is, level. Is Chris Paul? Yeah, you could yeah, certainly sure. argue
0: Chris Paul could be a modern day version of maybe Isaiah Thomas or or you know, not the exact same style, but guard point guard oriented teams have won in the past. Chris Paul is a superstar, right?
1: But he just doesn't do it though. He he's 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 too he's too inconsistent, you know? Isaiah Thomas was 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 a uh, flat out. You know, he could flat out dominate a game. Chris Paul doesn't really seem to do that on a consistent enough level. He doesn't get in guys' faces like Isaiah Thomas did. And uh, you know, they made the everybody's making the comment. You need nowadays. You need three superstars to win the championship.
0: Okay, that's and, the formula. DeAndre they, Jordan doesn't fit that bill.
1: And, I, mean, I
0: a, like DeAndre Jordan. He,
1: yeah, he's a great dunker.
0: He's a great dunker, and, <laughs> and, and he's a shot
1: blocker. Shop, and still. I
0: actually like him in interviews, too. He seems to have a great personality.
1: Yeah, I mean. He's he horrible fun.
0: at the free throw line. Yeah, I mean. He's that, not that third guy. Who is Washington for, the, who is for the, the Clippers?
1: Who is it? I mean, if it's JJ Reddick? Redick? No, probably not. I mean, it's not uh, uh, Matt Barnes. No, it's, you know, they
0: don't have it. So, the, I guess that's the. the issue. The Spurs may end up coming back and winning the West next year.
1: It'll be another boring final. How
0: old was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And this just popped into my head. I haven't researched it. How old was he when he won his last ring for the the, ah, the uh, Lakers? Was he in his 40s? Yeah, Tim Duncan's 38. Statistically, he could do it. Um, and historically, the only comparable big man from Tim Duncan, in my opinion, is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
1: I mean, he can do it.
0: Because he, he, he's been around for so long and very underrated he's already got four rings cream a lot of people don't realize Kareem actually has you know won six rings
1: oh yeah. oh yeah, one with the bucks he won he won one with the bucks,
0: so we got all sorts of great stuff to talk about today, recapping the week that was in the world of sports primarily today it'll be n b a talk which I'm fine with uh we have recently recently picked up the Situation where, where we're now contracted with the Indiana Pacers here on 1450 WXVW. We're a Pacers station. Doesn't mean everybody has to be a Pacers fan, but we have the green light on talking NBA as much as we want, which is great. So we're going to continue that talk and more, so stay tuned. Brandon and I will be back with more of your Weekend Sports Buzz. Welcome back to your Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick. Coming at you as we do every Sunday from 9, I'm sorry, from 10 until noon here on 1450 WXVW. Um, The weekend sports buzz both on Saturday from 9 to 11 and Sunday from 10 till noon is brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence, personal injury attorney. Call 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. Brandon J. Lawrence, where J stands for. Brandon, what's it stand for?
1: (laughs) You got to say it stands for justice. Where do how long have you went with that? Uh
0: <laughs> Since you know, since you man. decided to become an attorney?
1: What the J stands for justice? Yes. You guys made that up. Man. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I okay. never used it. I never used my middle name.
0: All right. Well, you know, I want to encourage our listeners, give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzzline 502-384-1450. Or shoot us a text on the Lotus Gunworks text line, four one four fourteen fifty. Already received a couple texts. We had one saying trade Russell Westbrook for a true point guard in Louisville zone and Kentucky zone, Rajon Rondo. Yeah. I don't I mean, would that be a good fit? Arguably it would be for a superstar uh, Kevin Durant likes to shoot. You would still need some other pieces. As you yeah. said earlier, Brandon, the formula is still that you need three superstars.
1: Yeah, I mean, lately it's been that, right? You know, I think Boston started it off with Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce, the big three. Um, then looks like Miami emulated that with LeBron. At the time, D. Wade was the guy, too, and uh, Chris Bosh. And, you know, you fill in the pieces, fill in the pieces of the puzzle. One year's James Jones for Miami. Uh, you know, it just those guys seems the guys that seem to come up and, and fill a role when you have your mainstay guys. So it looks like now it's going to take that. I don't know. San Antonio's got Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. So those are legitimate superstars. Someone say that De- uh, lock Hall of Famers. All three of them? Yeah, probably. That's what. That's Parker that's
0: certainly. Did you hear that statistic the other day that he is in? I don't have it in front of me. I'll bring it up. But he is getting ready to join some real rare territory as far as statistical accomplishments oh. in the playoffs. Pippen, Jordan, Larry Bird, I think, and and Tony Parker are the only people on certain lists.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, you play it, it, that many times in the playoffs, it's going to happen. There you go. And, you know, look who he's playing with. He's playing with old man Riverwalk is legitimate fifty. 50- You know, you got to change up to at least fifty-one greatest player, right? And then you got uh, David Robinson. He played with David Robinson. I don't. I don't
0: think Tony Parker actually played with David Robinson. No. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll double check that with our Brandon J. Lawrence fact check.
1: (laughs) And you know, I mean, he's playing. He's playing with some legitimate. You know, he's playing with Ginobili. He's uh, this year Kawhi Leonard. He's come on. You know, last two or three years, and you could probably say that without him, without Kawhi Leonard. He has that other element, that athleticism, that uh, you know, the the, the freaky athleticism that San Antonio desperately needs with that stability that they have with Parker, Ginobili, and, and and Duncan because they're getting older, you know.
0: So, any of our listeners out there, you have any comments regarding the two different formulas? The San Antonio Spurs, who they have the three stars, but they also have a cast that's about five, six deep of stars compared to the. As Brandon alluded to, the, the three superstar formula that is, is, is the prevailing wisdom with across the NBA uh, these days. which formula will win out in the NBA Finals, and which one should, which would be better for the strength of the league? 384 1450 is the Oxmore Ford Lincoln Buzz line. We're going to head to the buzz line now, where we have our man, Brian the insider, on the line with us. How you doing this morning, Brian? Good morning, guys. how you doing? Doing great. We appreciate you joining us.
2: What's
1: happening, Brian?
2: Brandon, good to talk to you. You sound great, and what a great addition to the radio. I love hearing you talk, and I love hearing all this NBA stuff.
1: Hey, thanks, man. I look forward to listening to you every Sunday.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, I love hearing that... uh, the station is now officially a Pacer station. That's, uh, that's a disappointing uh, couple days for us Pacer fans, but uh, that's a great uh, addition to your staff there. And, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Pacers do uh, going forward. I mean, you've got uh, – I guess the biggest question is Lance Stevenson. Brandon, what what, uh, what do you do with – do you go ahead and give him the big money?
1: I mean, you know, I, I, Brian, I think, I think you have to. I mean, you know, he's the, he's the guy – He's kind of, looks like in the playoffs, despite his antics, he was kind of like the heart and soul of the team. He was the only guy, it seems like, that took the challenge upon himself to to go and, uh, you know, challenge LeBron and, and, and challenge the team. You know, um, I think you got to give him the money. Either that, if you don't get, but if you don't, you run the risk if you lose him, then you're not going to get something of value for him, similar value, and then you take a step back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you have to, he, he's, he go, takes you to another level. The one thing that does concern me a little bit, and I don't know all the details, but I think there's some chemistry issues around him. I, I know, uh, you know, wh- I don't know what happened with Evan Turner late in the year, but he didn't get in any games and there's been some much publicized, uh, disputes between those two. But in reading between the lines of some of the guys on their exit interview, after they got crushed the last game six, I kind of sense that, uh, Lance may be causing some problems in the clubhouse, and, uh, uh, you know, I I don't know. So without knowing that piece of it, but then, boy, then you got to look at Roy. I mean, I know he signed for a while, but, boy, I I just – it's going to be interesting to see what they do because, um, you know, they've got the pieces there, but it's apparent that they can't get past the heat uh, at at the way the heat are, and and the way that some of these other Eastern Conference teams are coming around and with the draft, the way it looks, uh, they're going to be hard-pressed to – you know they'll probably not get the number one seed anytime soon, and uh, this was their year to do it, and unfortunately they didn't. But I I would never bet against Larry Bird and Donnie Walsh. So I mean I I think that uh, I think they'll come up with something, but uh, I think they better start right away with Lance and find out what they're going to do with him.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I definitely don't disagree with anything you said. You can't those guys no talent. Walsh and Bird no talent, and they know what to do. And if they you know. If they've got to make a decision, a tough decision concerning Lance, then you know they'll do it and and, and keep it moving. Hopefully, because the Pacers, they're just they're this close, and you want to see them at least in the finals. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 really that would have done a lot. To, they've got a great fan base, and uh, uh, it uh, you know it just was a couple years ago. That they had the lowest attendance in the NBA, and uh, they've turned that around. And uh, when Bird came back, that really energized it. And uh, uh, I'm—it's going to be an interesting off season as far as the NBA finals go, guys. I get excited listening to you talk about the uh, the Heat and of course the Spurs. I I, I like the Spurs. I, I think uh, it didn't help the Pacers having home court advantage, but I think it's going to play a huge role for the Spurs and the Heat. Uh, that nobody got very close to the Spurs at all in their building in the playoffs. Uh, and I, I don't think that he, my, my nod is going to go to the Spurs in seven because of the home court advantage. And I think the big wild card is, is Wade. Uh, you know, we all know how great LeBron is and he's the best in the game. Uh, but he can't do it himself when you're going up against a team so deep like the Spurs and how many miles, uh, did Wade put on those knees Uh, They went six tough games and he played a lot of minutes against the Pacers. And uh, so, you know, that he's going to when he's when he's healthy, he is still one of the top five players in the league. In my in my opinion, Dwayne Wade, but uh, he's not healthy or if he is, uh, he needs to really step up. But that's going to be really interesting. And guys, I I, I know I don't know how much time I've got, but I got to talk about. Uh, the big week we've got coming up here to the Triple Crown. I mean, this is really exciting stuff. We've got California Chrome, and, and the in and, and the momentum is really, people are really thinking he's going to do it, and we know it's been since 78 since it's happened. And I went through the list of the 12 horses, 11, he'll be 12, that have went for the Triple Crown after getting the first two legs. And there are some great horses I had forgotten about, some spectacular bid, Sunday silence Alice Sheba, uh, Smarty Jones, Big Brown, Brian. Brian you there? Yes. You okay. There?
0: So yes, we're, we're still here. Sure. So there's a, a very impressive list of the the horses who had won the first two legs of the Triple Crown, but I mean that third one. That right? I mean that Belmont is 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 longer and it's not set up to. Not very conducive to
2: a lot of Triple Crowns happening in this day and age. No, it's a mile and a half, which these horses will never run again, probably. And it's over a track called Big Sandy, which is a deep, heavy track that's very tiring. It's just a huge facility, Belmont. And it really is a tiresome, and, and it's very difficult to predict because it's, it's a lot of turns. And it's very pr- difficult from a jockey perspective to know when to go. And you don't want to go too early. And so many of these horses, in watching the replays, real quiet comes to mention mine right away. The, the jockey just went too early and and they got nipped at the wire. But I think the difference this year and the reason I think California Chrome might be able to do it is I don't see a uh, easy goer or a touch gold or a victory gallop or an empire maker or a birdstone in the crop catching them. I don't I think he's I think he's the best horse and I don't think there's another one that good behind him. So I think he's got a real shot. It's still 50-50 at best, in my opinion. But man, it's going to be an exciting week for horse racing.
0: Brandon, does that that get you interested in the in the Belmont? I mean, is that? <laughs>
1: hey man, <laughs> no, you no, know.
0: No, no. No. I mean, just being on. I mean, we're a casual it sports ra- uh, sports show. We talk about all things. Uh, I'll be, I'll be. I think I'll be tuning in.
1: Everybody likes a winner, right? Yeah. So, Everybody yeah. likes greatness. Yeah.
0: Everybody likes secretariat. You want to see something happen that hasn't happened before? Had. Uh, California Chrome not won the Preakness? Nobody be watching the Belmont. No, 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 no,
2: no. Hey, one other thing I want to talk about that I'm excited about is Louisville potentially hoping uh, if they can get the job done today at Jim Patterson Park Hosting a Super Regional with Florida State losing, it opens the door for next weekend. Louisville hosting a Super Regional. Uh, now, that may be putting a cart before the horse because they've got to win today. And Kentucky's still in there. And Kentucky could win today. And then they play tomorrow night. But uh, I'm excited about uh, Louisville winning today and host, hosting a Super Regional next weekend. And 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 perhaps going to that game. I've, I've told my wife this morning, we're going to go to that game. And then we're going to walk
1: over and watch California Chrome had Churchill Downs. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that, yeah. I mean, Louisville to be honest, Louisville baseball is exciting. I mean, you know, yeah. Great, great they, pitching staff. Great pitching staff.
0: Year year in year oh, out, man. they're making it to the College World Series. Right. Uh, Kentucky's joined the the party this year as they have the National Player of the Year. So I mean, college baseball in a college town like the Louisville area. College baseball is making a run for being relevant within the, the mainstream almost.
1: Yeah, stadium is packed. Jim Patterson is packed.
2: Yeah, what a great facility, you know, and, and the beers are cheap, and you can go in there and, <laughs> and, and you can have a blast. That is a great play. And speaking of great pitching, what about Johnny Cueto last night for the Reds? I mean, they, uh, they, they needed to win these last two games, and I guess Johnny told him before the game, because of the lack of run support he's gotten this year from him, he said, just give me two runs, guys, and I promise I'll win, and he won five to nothing. So Johnny Cueto, what, I think he's a 1.81 ERA. He is really looking dominant.
1: Yeah, Cueto's looking good. I mean, is he like one of, to me, is he one of the most surprising pitchers? I mean, how big is that guy? Yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. Physically, small in stature, maybe in the mold of a Pedro Martinez.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 5'10", maybe. I mean, not not often that you get especially a flamethrower. Tim Lincecum. Yeah. Little guy who's a flamethrower. Um, the, the guy, Roy Alswalt, was one of them. So mm-hmm. they do happen, but they're few and far between. Brian, thank you very much for, for joining us this morning for our, our Triple Crown update. We look forward to talking to you next week uh, about all things within the world of sports and specifically, hopefully, to review a a, triple, a new Triple Crown winner.
2: Uh, I appreciate being on the show, guys, and I love the show and keep up the NBA talk. I love it. <laughs>
0: great stuff there right, from our man Brian the Insider. I want to encourage our listeners, you have any comments on the baseball run that this Dan McDonald and the Louisville program is is doing right now um, or any of our NBA talk, give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzzline, line 502-384-1450. Peter, I believe we have our man Carolina Steve teed up and we're going to head to the buzz line now. Carolina Steve, how you doing this morning? Just fine.
3: Question for you, Kelly. Yes, sir. Kim Duncan was a senior at Wake Forest University. They used to let him bring and sit one player on the bench. Who was his choice? Wow. And you, uh, you've seen this guy several times, many times.
0: It has to have a, uh, a Wake Forest connection, I assume. I'm just going out on a limb here. No, no,
3: it does not have a – it has a uh, – Connection from the Carolinas. This guy actually lives in Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: Huh. Brandon, you got any leads on that? A
3: mid-
0: M- former NBA player?
3: Take a mid- no, think a mid-Atlantic championship wrestling.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Do you play college basketball? Maybe um, Kevin Nash? I, I don't no, know. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Pe- Nature Boy. The Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Oh, oh yeah. okay. That's crazy. So, Tim Duncan and, and Rick Flair, man, Rick Flair's had his his uh, share of, of unfortunate. Have you ever read any of those articles? Rick Flair's been on some, had some rough times as of late, but what a beloved character. Tim Duncan and, and Rick Flair good friends, I guess, Carolina.
3: Well, he invited, you can invite anybody, as you know, Tim Duncan is from, uh, one of the uh, islands, Virgin and, Islands. Uh, yep. So he, yeah. He, so he invited uh, Nature Boy, and uh, said, uh, that was a big article back in North Carolina when this happened. And it was, uh, it's just like uh, I had the opportunity to see Tim Duncan play for the Demon Deacons. Real good ball player. I have not really watched basketball since my man Larry Bird retired.
0: The NBA. I
3: may have to watch it. I uh, may have to watch it. And by the way, Brandon, the big three is not Garnett. And then the original big three that it cannot be topped is Parrish, McHales, and Larry Bird.
1: <laughs> hey, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, that's not, you know, it's it's the modern-day big three is, uh, you know, it's when, kind of when. They
3: were modern-day. Well, yeah, that's
1: yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah, I mean, that's when they were still wearing Converse. Uh Carolina. But I hey I don't disagree with you. I love those yeah, those guys can't be replaced. You know, Bird Bird, and They had a big
3: four at one time.
1: What cornbread?
3: They had they had the big redhead, Bill Walton on the team.
0: In eighty in eighty six they all won it. Well, he
3: wasn't I,
0: yeah. He came off the bench and he played yeah. a good role. Let me bring up his stats from that year. I think uh
3: He was the sixth man of the year that year. Oh, was he?
0: Let's see here. I'm going to 86. Let's see what Bill Walton's stats were. So Carolina. Tim Duncan is obviously a Carolina guy. He played four years in college, even though he didn't have to. He's stuck with one team his entire career. And he's on the verge of possibly winning his fifth NBA championship. If there's not something that's old school about that and the way that Tim Duncan has handled himself both through college and the professionals – I don't know what, what the hell else it would be. And does that give you some interest in the NBA?
3: Oh, yes, it does. Plus the fact that uh, San Antonio has that uh, Carolina ball player that uh, Green that d- played d- down there. I don't even remember him playing, but he's turning to be a heck of a ball player at the NBA in the playoffs.
0: Brandon, what do you think of this statement? LeBron represents every—and I'm not saying I agree with this— LeBron, rep- LeBron, and the Miami Heat represent everything that's wrong with the NBA, right. and the Spurs represent everything that's great about the NBA.
1: It's it's it's, it's perspective. I think it's perspective. You know, uh, you got these. You got a young. If you got a young kid that doesn't really uh, remember what Carolina remembers, and I, and I and you remember, you know, Bird, Mikhail, Parrish, uh, ML Carr uh you know cornbread, Maxwell, then yeah, you think that the heat are the best thing since sliced bread but if you if you, i think if you're and this might be being kind of like a uh 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 like a snob basketball snob, but if you're a basketball purist, then you'll say you know, yeah the spurs are what it's all about, you know not 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 uh going and grabbing like a all star team and just stick you know sticking with your system. And um, But, you know, who, here's the better – not better, but here's a good question. You know, who in the NBA are like the Spurs, man? It's, you know, these, who these else is are, like that? Yeah, he's, these teams are switching coaches every, every six months.
0: They're truly an oddity in today's NBA. Yeah,
1: you got to have a good owner. It goes from ownership to management, all that stuff. They have to be on the same page.
0: You can read as far into that as you want as far as approach from the top down. The simple formula is this, in my eyes a great big man,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> and that too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and then yeah.
0: everything else falls right. into place. You
1: can I mean, you, you draft
0: Tim yeah. Duncan or Cream. I would only compare him to Creamy Jabbar historically. Um, I think the greatness of Tim Duncan is very understated in today's sporting world.
1: Oh no doubt, no doubt. It's no doubt about it. I mean, but it all goes back there because the the flashy guys are your shooting guards and your three guard, your three players, but. Yeah, you can't win this thing without a legitimate big man. I think maybe For the most part you cannot. it's yeah. happened before, I guess. Well, has it happened Jordan Jordan the Jordan Jordan era. Jordan era. But he had to work so hard to get it, man.
0: Those Pistons teams always had a front court.
1: Yeah, always had a big yeah, Lambert, you had Mahorn. You know, those guys were legitimate and, and, and.
0: So Carolina, are you gonna tune in to the NBA finals?
1: Yes, I am. Now, there's two other
3: things that I want to make a quick reference to. One of them is in my favorite sport of golf. Phil Mickelson is being investigated for insider trading.
0: I saw that. Wow. Yeah. What the hell?
3: Uh, And believe it or not, one of the people he's mentioned with, the gambler, is from here in Louisville.
0: Really? I didn't know that. Wow.
3: Yeah, well, I was down with a bunch of the boys at the driving range yesterday, and uh, we were talking about this while we were watching it. And the real lefty is leading the tournament. Who's my favorite golfer, Bubba Watson?
0: Oh, not not Phil Mickelson, but Bubba Watson.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a I've always been a big Bubba Watson fan. I'm a I guess you could say I was a fa- I'm a fan of Milton, Florida high school because. Also from that high school is a guy who just brought people to their feet during the Ryder Cup that was at Valhalla
1: by the name of Boo Weekly. Boo Weekly, yeah, I remember him. He was he was a crowd favorite. During the, yeah, he yeah, was the from Wild that Club. high
3: school and everything. So uh, I just like it. I've always been a big golf fan, uh, play golf, enjoy it and everything. And the third thing that I want to bring up is the College World Series is doing good. I question whether or not that I would have pitched Reed in that first game for uh, Kentucky, but I look around, and it's just something. I think, here you know, I watched like six different games yesterday. It's just something that I love. To me, that is my favorite NCAA playoff is college baseball. I've always liked it. I always, uh, I've had a chance to go down to Chapel Hill and see when they played down there. We, don't, we aren't hosting one this year at Chapel Hill, but we're in it. We lost one. I don't know how we ended up doing it against Florida yesterday, but uh, it's just one that uh, I really enjoy, the college baseball aspect of it, and uh, it's good. And Here's the thing that uh, I, I wonder about. North Carolina, in three years, had the Yankees come on campus and play. Why can't Louisville – Get Cincinnati to come on uh, campus and play U uh, of L baseball team.
1: Huh? Interesting. That that would be that would be awesome. You would that. think that that would
0: not be a difficult thing to do, being that the bats are here and we see guys like Matt Latos and. All the, you know, seemingly almost all the Reds at one point or another play here in Louisville already. So, yeah, not a bad question there, Carolina. Carolina, we appreciate you calling in. We look forward to speaking with you next weekend. Have a great rest of your weekend, Carolina. Thank you.
3: You too, enjoy, enjoy speaking to Brandon today.
1: Take care, Carolina.
0: Good stuff there from our man, Carolina Steve. We are the Weekend Sports Buzz coming at you every Sunday from 10 until noon. We're brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence, personal injury attorney. Call 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. I want to encourage our listeners to give us a call in the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. Today's show, we have a college baseball World Series going on, but today's show, just being honest, Is going to be a lot about the NBA. For the first hour, it's been dominated. A little bit of Triple Crown talk, a little bit of College Baseball World Series, but for the most part, NBA talk. Give us a call on the Oxmoor-Ford Lincoln buzz line. I'd love to hear your opinion on if you think the Spurs are going to win, if you think that would be best for the NBA, or would it be best for the NBA for the, the Heat to win their third in a row. We're going to head to a break. Brandon and I will be back with more of your weekend sports buzz. Welcome back to your weekend, Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick, alongside my man Brandon J. Lawrence. Coming at you from 10 until noon. Got the second half of the show ahead of us. First half, what we talked about was primarily the NBA and the NBA playoffs. We're we're set for the the finals to start between the San Antonio Spurs and the Miami Heat. Brandon, you you have a vested interest at all? You're rooting for a team in, in the
1: finals? Well, you know, I, I like good basketball, so I think that these guys, these two teams pay, play, they're playing the best basketball, and I want to see, you know, I'm interested to see whoever, whoever's going to come out on top. I really don't have a, a, a favorite in this one. So,
3: you know, if, if, uh, if
1: the Spurs win it, like you said, it'll be a point for traditionalism and doing things the right way. And it they, has the makings in a way, you know. You know, in you the know. local
0: scene, I always say that John Calipari runs one one style of a basketball program. Yeah, players first, and and uh, Rick Pitino is completely contrasted to that. He he runs a, a very different style. You have to come in and and yeah. you you. You aren't as highly rated when you play for Louisville, and you have to work – I mean, you have to just really do – not to say either's better, but they're two very different systems, and I think that makes for a great rivalry. That makes for um, – if Magic wasn't black and Larry Bird wasn't white, I don't know how great that rivalry would have been. I mean, when you're different, it makes for theatrics, and I think the fact that the Spurs represent one school – of thought and one approach to playing basketball and the heater the, the the exact opposite. It actually makes for a great matchup. This is the second year in a row we'll see these two teams matched up against each other. Last year the Heat did have home court advantage.
1: Right.
0: This year it's the Spurs.
1: Right. So yes flip flopped and last year the Spurs had it. The Spurs had the Spurs the, the champagne was out. The uh the they had they put the plastic down they had the goggles out so you wouldn't burn your eyes when the Spurs were popping that champagne, and then Ray Allen hit the shot. They had to put it back, and then we have a Game Seven, and then you know it's the rest is history. So yeah, I mean it's it's a great rivalry. I mean you got, this is like uh, I guess it's turning into what Detroit, Chicago, Detroit, L.A., L.A., Boston. Uh, you know, so so it's always good to see. It's good to see familiarity, and then you got a great storyline. Star so, yes. power. Tim star Duncan power.
0: historically is obviously the the main star.
1: These are the two best teams, you know. What I mean, because basketball, I think everybody loves basketball because you've got these seven game series, and you you know you're not. It's not like the. It's not like it doesn't have the excitement of the NCAA because you. It's not just like one bad game and you win it and you move on, right? A team that could just match up with you well for one game and beat you on any given night. You have to have consistency, and you find you know, you realize as the playoffs go on that the best teams are going to win, and these are the best teams, and you want to see that.
0: It's a great animal. I love it. I love college basketball and March Madness, and I'm not saying that the NBA playoffs are better, but as far as overall um, – like you said, it's not a fluke. Whoever wins the NBA Finals, you don't get the feeling it was a fluke at all.
1: Yeah, you got to win four games, so you know it, it, you kind of get that sense. A lot of times, you get the sense of okay, some teams are just better than other teams. But at this time, at this point in time, I think that the Spurs—you've seen the Spurs, you've seen the Heat enough times, and uh, you saw them last year. And everybody's looking for a seven-game series. They don't—I I guess conventional wisdom. Is nobody's gonna blow anybody out, you know? Like four straight, nobody's gonna get swept. Probably it's gonna go down to the wire.
0: Tim Duncan was quoted as saying, "It's unbelievable to regain that focus after that devastating loss that we had last year." But we're back here. We're, we're back here. We're excited about it. We've got four more to win. We'll do it this time. Yeah, they've got home court advantage. You got? Are they the favorites? They would have to be the favorites. I, I wonder what. I don't know actually. Let's see what. What's how do I find out what's Vegas? think of it. What's your projection?
1: Uh, I think, you know, as you far think as what, the favorite it, or who will win.
0: Or, or Vegas. Where do you oh, think Vegas is uh, I think Vegas afford.
1: probably probably got the Spurs up. I think I I would think that they have the Spurs up. The Spurs have home court advantage. They've had the better record throughout the year. Um, you know, they've had the consistent play and I think that they have I think that uh I you know what, and I think I'm going to tell you. I think that one key thing that there people aren't talking about right now but probably will talk about is the matchup between Popovich and Spolstra. You know. Spolstra, you can say that Popovich gets a lot of credit for this for this team's success because he's been there the whole time. And um but you could also say that Spolstra does not get enough credit for the success that he has because because of the superstar players that he has, you know. And um, I think that that matchup is going to be the in-game matchup. The the adjustments are going to be the thing that makes the difference because they're pretty even player-wise. Are they? I mean, you know, you, you, different positions, but I mean, you're going to get the same consist. You're going to get. You know what you're going to get with Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan. You know what you're going to in in Kawhi Leonard, and probably Boris Diaw, right? But you know, and you know what you're going to get with. uh James, uh, who's the other guy? <laughs> James Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, Flash, and and Bosh, and Chalmers is going to do his thing. Udonis Haslam is going is always consistent. Uh, Norris Cole's, you know, you know you're going to get with those guys. It's the
0: other guys that are going to determine. It's, it's Patty, yeah, Patty Patty Mills. Mills, yeah. It's Patty Mills. It's Rashard Lewis who's really stepped up. It's Ray so. Allen even is considered another guy.
1: Ray Allen, right. Is Michael Beasley gonna pay, play? Is 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 this is the one? You know they're gonna have they're gonna have to have bodies for Duncan. So is Michael Beasley gonna play? Is Greg Oden gonna play? You know that that's gonna be the the intriguing part of the game. Who are gonna be the who are gonna be the role players that step up? And you know what happens every year? Somebody's gonna hit a big shot. You know who's gonna be the Steve Kerr, the the John Paxson of this series?
0: My question is, if the Spurs win. Who will be the finals MVP?
1: Wow, yeah, uh, that's, uh, uh, that would be a great question because no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's up for grabs. It's up for grabs. It could easily be you could have Tim Duncan all the way to Kawhi Leonard, you know, and would of course with Parker and Ginobili in between. Probably be it'll probably be between those four guys.
0: I'd say that Parker is the the leading candidate for that. I, I don't think Tim Duncan would get it.
1: You don't think so?
0: I mean, he, he clearly could if he goes in and dominates the glass, which yeah. you, you would think that that's what they need to be looking to do with the lack of real big men on the Heat roster.
1: Yeah, Duncan I mean, should have a teams. big series. Yeah, he should have a big series. You know, if he stays out of foul trouble, and uh, yeah, he should have a big series. Four games, four four days of rest in between is going to be key for both teams because they're older teams and. Uh, you know, they, they, they have pretty much like the same layoff. So there's no there's no uh nobody has an advantage. Nobody swept their last opponent. So um and then I think none of these teams have any of these teams lost at home? I don't think any of them have lost at home yet.
0: Have no, the, the I don't think so. Pacers did not beat the Heat at home.
1: No. And then the Spurs beat uh Oklahoma. They didn't lose at home. Well, did they lose No, they did no they didn't lose at home, I don't think. They didn't lose to Oklahoma City at home. So no, they did not. You know, that's a good question. I mean, I they guess- lost two games
0: to Oklahoma City. They were both on the road.
1: Yeah. So you know,
0: last Sunday, last Wednesday, and, and this past Sunday.
1: That'll that'll be the key. Who's going to win? Will anybody win? Well, somebody's got to win on the other team's court. So who will do that? That, will that doesn't have key? to happen. It doesn't have to happen. It doesn't. Right. I mean, if, you know, they go through if, it. The game
0: seven, and then okay, the Spurs win gotta, it all. Go to seven. Yeah. That's how oh. it. it that's a big deal. That's, that's why I, I would bet. And Peter, our, our new board man today, uh, I'm I'm struggling to find the Vegas odds on this. I cannot find who the favorite is. But that's why I, the fact that the Spurs have home court advantage is. Dude, that's why it. I say that it, the Vegas odds. If if you're asking Kelly Patrick today, they got to be in favor of the Spurs. I, I know it guess- sounds ridiculous. The the Heat are healthy. Uh, they're rolling on all cylinders. They're having everybody work well. Um, they're on the verge of a 3 threepeat. They've been to the finals. This is their fourth consecutive trip to the NBA Finals. But I think you got to give the Spurs the nod when it comes to who's the favorite. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm just that's my prediction, not my opinion. That's my actual prediction. We'll see. I got our, our man Peter um, working tirelessly over there to bring us the the odds. Right, Peter. Yes, he said yes. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I personally I don't hate LeBron. I wouldn't categorize myself among the many fans out there who do. You know, they, they hate the decision, they hate the flashiness, they hate the way that he came together in, in Miami and, and formed this old mega team and 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 they've won titles now. I don't hate LeBron. But I, I think I'd like to see the Spurs win. Just because I love the NBA and I think that's what's best for the NBA.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess maybe that maybe that's a little bit of your old ABA Indiana Pacers. Okay, Spurs, George Spurs, Gervin. But I mean, you know, LeBron. He's he's he he's uh you got to have personality. People like personality. You know, LeBron is the only guy I know that has an app that you could uh, download and follow him and, and and look at his uh I don't know. Look at what he does during the day. I guess I have no idea that, what that why any grown man would want to have an, an a LeBron app. But, hey, people obviously – Someone told have,
0: him it was a good idea, yeah, and it's yeah. probably growing his brand. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm brand. LeBron James, yeah. I'm thinking I want to take that – and he, he stated early in his career when he met with Warren Buffett – He wants to be a billionaire. He wants to be uh, the richest player to ever play. I mean, he's in this, which is great. I I think it's
1: tough, but, you know.
0: Jordan Jordan has already cornered that.
1: um, Yeah, I mean, he did it first. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, who is that? I guess back a couple years ago, Michael Schumacher and uh, Tiger Woods were vying to be the first. Is
0: Schumacher a soccer player? Schumacher, he's the uh,
1: Formula One driver. The guy oh, that was okay. Like, he, he, uh, he isn't that crazy that
0: I don't know who the hell that was, and he was vying for the top spot. Well, he was like,
1: he was, you know, he's winning a whole bunch of Grand Prix races, man. Carolina
0: Steve guy. is not happy yeah. with Kelly Patrick right now.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, he will probably get on you for not knowing. Wouldn't who be Schumacher. surprised if he called back in. Yeah, he like I like it. Lewis Hamilton is like the new guy now. Really, he's, he's dope. Well, yeah, I guess he's a little bit lower than Sebastian Vettel. But I mean, if if we're making mistakes, uh, Carolina, let us know. Certainly. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I don't dis, I don't disagree with you. I mean, you know, LeBron, is just it's a different thing, man. LeBron, he's he's he came, but he came into the fanfare. I remember in well, like two thousand one, two thousand two, he was on the cover cover of Sports Illustrated as a high school senior. His games were televised. Yep as a high school senior. So, you know, he was
0: appointed King James. Yeah, it's not his fault. Before well before he even got to the league. Yeah. So, I mean, you know,
1: because it's one of those if he flops then he's horrible and but now that he's not a flop.
0: He's far from a flop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's taking I mean, he's He still has ready. questionable
0: moments in the clutch. You think so? Um I think it's overblown, but yeah. why did he pass yeah. up that shot in game Five? Did you see that? You yeah, know what he threw it to Bosch. He threw it to Bosch in the corner for the three. Why not just dunk it? He was right in front of the rim. Yeah. I know I'm making it sound easier. I'm oversimplifying the whole thing.
1: Well, it an away game? Was it? A, was that a home game? Or away game. It, it, was it, away was in game. it was in Indiana. It was in Indiana. So win, he was don't, trying to yeah, win. Okay. Want to tie and take the overtime at, at the other person's place. So you know, I, you know, they say he's a basketball savant. That's what people say. He now, loves I, the history. I don't no doubt it. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's. I don't see where he's done anything wrong. I don't
0: either, and, know, and it's it's being run wrong. it's being run into the ground. If the yeah. worst thing he ever did was that decision, everybody's saying this now. If the worst thing he did was that decision, then he's a great guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, ES, it's it's all you know. ESPN capitalized off it, everybody benefited from it, and I think he gave all the proceeds to charity. So what's the bad thing about that? He's LeBron James.
0: If that's the perception then why do I not have a similar feel to his aura as I did when (laughs) Michael Jordan was coming through? When Michael Jordan was at his age.
1: Right. Because we're not kids anymore.
0: Okay. So it has more to do with us. (laughs) I think so, man. I
1: mean, you know, we grew up. We grew up uh, So you think kids
0: today look at. Oh, absolutely. Okay. That's a fair argument.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean, you know, we We have to get up and go to work in the morning. So we make a decision, like, do we watch the whole game? You know, it's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, a, we don't go to school like, hey man, you know, we don't wear tennis shoes to work, uh, you know. So, so uh, I think the kids, it's, well, it's a, it's a young, it's a youth, youth movement. You know, we grew up with, we know Tim Duncan was in, when he was in college, we knew Michael Jordan when they were in college, we followed them through college. So, it's a different, yeah, it's a different feel in that sense. You know, you know, I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't go to LeBron James, I didn't watch LeBron James. High school games, all of them on television. I just watched this video afterward, you know. But but that's uh, that's it's, it's probably got a different feel, you know. He's
0: got a different feel because there's not the fan base like the comparing no college to right. the right. lunacy that is Tar Heel, the, oh, the North yeah. Carolina Tar Heels. That's a maybe a very understated aspect of the difference between the two because you have an entire Actually. tradition of Dean Smith. And everything that is Carolina blue, absolutely uh, I mean, yeah. supporting Michael Jordan.
1: Because imagine, I mean, you can't do it. You can't. You're not gonna do it. But you, you can't do revisionist history. But imagine if LeBron James would have gone to Ohio State or Cincinnati or Xavier. You know, not that he would have. Probably he would have went to another institution. But you know, he's from a. You know, being from Ohio. I mean, those those were not bad places to go. No, he'd be. You know, he'd be. The king, regardless of that Cleveland thing, he'd be the guy. But I mean, it really doesn't matter. He's the guy now. Yeah. But he would just, like you said, he'd have they'd have a more fierce love affair with him because of because he went to college. But I mean, hey, it's the it's the nature of the business now. You got to take advantage of things.
0: Larry Bird did it without a real. I mean, he had the Sycamores, in right. Indiana State.
1: Right. He's a hometown boy, stayed in the state. I mean, in the, the Sycamores are,
0: are, are far from the tradition of the Carolina Tar Heels or anything like that, so he's just doing it his own way, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's just no. the differentiation between MJ and LeBron. Uh, we could talk all day about the comparisons and, and everything that has to do with the greatness that is LeBron James. I want to encourage our listeners to give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. We got our man Brandon J. Lawrence in studio with us today. Brandon and I are going to head to a break and we will be back with more of your weekend sports buzz. Welcome back to your weekend sports buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick alongside my man, Brandon J. Lawrence coming at you. We've got about 40 minutes left in the show today. Uh, Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line is open 502-384-1450. Give us a call. If you're interested in the world series, the college world series, and that's what you want to talk about, let us know. Um, Dan McDonald, uh, I know from my perspective that the Louisville baseball team and Kentucky is really making strides and is contending for being on the tip of my tongue as far as a time like this. I don't know that it's going to surpass my love for the NBA and the NBA playoffs. That may rub some people the wrong way. That's me being honest, Brian. What do you think of that?
1: I, mean, I don't disagree. Man. I don't disagree. I mean, I love baseball. It's getting to you the point baseball. where
0: it's getting to the point where I think we should talk about it. But still, I, I, that's not. It's not there yet. It's not that yeah. college baseball. Uh, when it comes to baseball, it's a one horse. I mean, it's a one. You know, it's major league baseball or bust in my eyes.
1: Yeah, for I the mean, most part, yeah.
0: I'm a Reds fan. I, I like baseball. Talk I, to me. That's what it is.
1: Talk to me when they get to Omaha. You know. I mean, I I've liked. People might disagree, but I I think that the softball, the women's softball, is is a lot more intriguing than uh than the baseball. You know. Really, I mean, I just like I like uh I like the matchups. You know, you got uh I think Florida State's still in it. I think Louisville's still in it. I believe the the Cardinal women are still in it.
2: I believe so. so yep. Yeah. You know, uh,
1: they got some good storylines. Some great athletes, so uh, you know uh, baseball and softball to me are neck and neck. But I think the NBA playoffs are where it's at. Uh, maybe it's, maybe NHL. I don't know. You follow the NHL, don't you? I follow NHL. Yeah. G- give our
0: listeners a brief rundown. We don't have to spend a lot of time. We're not a hockey city, but what's going down in the in the? I don't follow the NHL. Yeah,
1: Rangers. Rangers are in it. Rangers are in the Stanley Cup Finals. They beat uh, Montreal. I think like six games to two. I mean, not six games to four. Four games to two. Okay. Uh, and I think it's still what? Chicago and LA are still like. Chicago it. and LA. That I
0: hear that, and you got to think if you're the commissioner or somehow involved in the NHL, you like two big markets going at each other.
1: Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, the Rangers haven't been in it in a while. So, uh, you know, people are pulling. I, I don't know who you're pulling for, but you got, yeah, like you said, the biggest markets. What bigger markets can you have? New York, Chicago, LA. It's like. That's pretty much it, but uh, you know NBA basketball is 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 king right now. Uh, it's exciting. You got the best athletes in the world. You got the World Cup, but I don't. USA is not that great in soccer, and they're in the uh, what do they call it? They're in the they're, they've got the gauntlet, like the death the league, the division of death or whatever. They got to play Portugal, man. You got to play Ronaldo. So that's like a L. That's an L right there, no doubt.
0: Other storylines out there right now would be David Price right. <laughs> um, and, and David Ortiz. As happens inherently in baseball, I won't. Mean, yeah, inherently, I guess it's not going away. Yeah. Um, pitchers throw inside on batters, and batters get offended, and and they they make comments and they make uh, gestures toward the other team, and that leads oftentimes to. Management, um, throwing at at batters, and that that creates rivalries. I think it's great for the sport. What do you think of this, David Price versus versus David Ortiz uh, smack talk?
1: I think it's because David Price went to Vanderbilt. I think because uh, I think everybody that goes to Vanderbilt, you, you probably just don't like them. <laughs> kind of kind of like a dookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's like you know, it's like Jay Cutler. Uh, you know the the, the, the rich boys, uh, the uh, the Harvard of the South, the elite. You know, kind of like I don't care what you what it is, and then on top of that, David Ortiz came from a, a third world country,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can much. see the contrast. We talk about <laughs> except, contrasting except styles. inclusive. Like,
1: yeah, except for the <laughs> yes. But yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta know it. You have to know. Excuse me. You have to know that. Ortiz is like, oh, this kid, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, he went to people like he probably didn't even know anything about anything when he came, but he's like he comes to the United States and you know that Vanderbilt is like the place that oh my God, you got everybody goes to Vanderbilt. I don't, you have to not like them.
0: Uh, A quote from David Price is sometimes the way Ortiz acts out there, he kind of looks like he's bigger than the game. That's not the way it is. Not the way it goes. Nobody's bigger than the game of baseball.
1: True. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, accurate statement. You know, Poppy, Big Poppy, he's the man. But Poppy's getting up there, too. He's getting getting, up there, but he's performing. He's performing. Shockingly,
0: in the post-steroid era, he's hung around. (laughs) Let me bring up his numbers here. Poppy. I'll talk baseball. You want to talk baseball, Brandon? I mean, let's see. Who's the big story in baseball right
1: now? What, uh, what team? Well, you know what? I think uh, the big story is probably like individuals, like Puig. Yasiel Puig is is like the big guy. I guess the question is: is he one of the best best players in the game right now? I mean, is he going to win the batting title? I don't Think he's batting like what four fifty six?
0: Purists hate that. We talk about the the Spurs. And we talk about people who love the right way to play the game. Baseball is is. If like you me. think there's a stuck-up nature to the NBA and people loving the right way to play the game, baseball is like that times two hundred million. Because well, so many people hate Yasiel Puig just because he's a little flashy. He doesn't always run out. Uh, you know, he's not always doing everything the exact right way. He doesn't hit cutoff men all the time. He's late. He's late.
1: <laughs> I mean, but, you know, you're going you're gonna to get that, man. I mean, you, you get the good and the bad. uh, And, and baseball is kind of corny that way to me, you know. I mean, you know, they, you want the guy that you want, Charlie Hustle, and all the other type of stuff. But if you think about this thing, if you think about it, Yassel Puig is like, to me, he's the modern-day version of Bo Jackson. Yeah, he looks like him. He looks ju- I mean, if Yassel Puig was born in the, the United States, he'd be a running back. And he, and he would play baseball, you know and, what I mean? In baseball, also, yeah. Because of I his don't body know that type. he would. He might not.
0: I I hope that he would. I hope you're right. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there have have, have opinions on this. Give us a call: five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. That's an interesting point you bring up there. If Yasiel Puig was born in the United States, would he ever even consider playing baseball? Pro. I know this football is taking a direction. Have
1: to be it just—if if he was born in the South, probably football would 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 be you know would dominate. You know, would be his first, his primary sport. I mean, his body type, man. He's he's like a he's a brick wall. I mean, he's he's a great athlete, but I mean, just look—he looks to me, he looks just like Bo Jackson,
0: man. He's betting three forty-four with eleven home runs, forty RBIs. 436 on base percentage. Okay,
1: Four, that's on base percentage.
0: He's batting 344 though.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know who who's right now? Who's better? Who's better? They just gave uh, Cabrera gets got that big, huge contract. He's uh,
0: Mister he, Triple Crown. He's, he's
1: decent, you know. Uh, uh, Fielder's gone. He's got a neck. He's out, out for the the year. I mean, if he would, uh, it, I guess probably him having a bad year. Him having a bad year has a little bit to do with that because if he had a neck injury and he's hitting three hundred, he's in there.
0: We have um Brandon. Let's let's have your son on here. <laughs> he wants to be. We've got your son in studio. Peter, are we able to unlock his his mic? Can Can you hear us? You're Ta- talking hello? to the mic there, Edward. Say hello. Let's see. You you wanted hey, you you shot, you, yeah. you wanted to. Say, Okay, let's get you a chair. Here you
1: go. All right, Edward. Say hello.
0: How you doing, Edward? You got to talk into the mic, Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how. Cold feet? That's all right. That's That's okay. We want to. All right, no no problem at all there. So I'm looking over the numbers in the Major League Baseball right now. Uh, When it comes to home runs, which is a stat most people care about, Nelson Cruz of Baltimore.
1: Cruz is doing great. He's got
0: 20. He's
1: having a great year.
0: So the AL, Edwin Encarnacion, the former Reds third baseman, he's got 18. Proven to be a a big bat that the Reds sure could use these days. I'm a Reds fan, so everything always comes back to the Reds for me. Uh, Mike Stanton or Giancarlo is what he goes by now. Um,
1: He changed his name back. Yeah, he went back and forth. Which is
0: fine. You come from another country, sometimes you adopt a name. To try to sound more American, and then, yeah. and then it, you turn out maybe that it, it made more sense for you just to stick with your other name.
1: Is it a surprise? Is it a surprise that Miami was leading their division like until a couple nights ago? I mean, I think that's a pretty that's a pretty big shot because they were horrible last year.
0: They were a train wreck, they yeah. threw all that money. They, they they changed from being the the Florida Marlins to being the Miami Marlins. Yeah. And let's see. You're right. They're they're playing good baseball. Let's let's bring this up here. Let's see who's who's leading them. They still have guys like Jose Reyes. No, nah, they don't do that.
1: No, no, no. You're just, right. They've got up.
0: Giancarlo Stanton. They've got uh, Jared Salta, uh, Maquia. Um,
1: so they're nah, winning games. The only what I know, The only person I know is Stanton, man. And uh, that, look, I went to we went to a we, yeah last year we went to a uh, Marlins game and. They were like giving away tickets. I mean, in,
0: in in Miami.
1: Oh yeah, it's this because I mean, imagine it's Miami, it's trop it's Tropicana, it tro- I guess Tropicana Field. You got to be inside because of the the hurricane or whatever the, hur- the potential for hurricanes. But I mean, look look how many options. I mean, I guess this is a testament. Going back to flipping back and forth to basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's we're talking about Miami. It's a testament because there's so many options that you, entertainment options that you have in Miami. Yeah. But it's the same way in LA.
0: There's always yeah. been tons of options yeah. in LA and they're yeah. not known for being a horrible sports city. What but I think LA's got
1: to be bigger though, right? Yeah. LA's a little bit a lot bigger.
0: I would think except that when you consider Fort Lauderdale and all the surrounding areas, uh, that Miami also has a, a pretty good population. Give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. My question is now, are we seeing the birth of a great fan base in Miami? And that's a stretch. (laughs) because They're they're, they're universally mocked as probably being the worst fan base. We're going to head to a break here. On the other side, I want to hear from our, our listeners. Is the Miami fan base growing and being born into a good, legitimate, respected fan base that's not mocked? at every opportunity by ESPN and all the outlets out there. Brandon and myself, Kelly, will be back with more of your weekend sports buzz. Welcome back to your weekend sports buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick, alongside my man Brandon J. Lawrence, coming at you for This edition of the All Sports Talk here on 1450 WXVW. As we do every Sunday, we we recap the previous week for all stories within the world of sports. The talk that has dominated our show today is the NBA. And this upcoming Thursday, it'll be June 5th, Miami plays at the San Antonio Spurs on ABC Network Television, 9 o'clock p.m., as of right now, the Spurs are favored in that game by three and a half points, according to Vegas. That's good. That's legit. That sound, sounds... That makes sense. They're at home. Um, they've been playing well. You could argue they've been playing better, maybe in the playoffs, than the, the Heat has. I don't know that that matters. All that matters is they, they, they know how to make sure they're going to get to the finals. Um, is there a chance that we'll see LeBron versus Duncan year, years from now? Will we look back on a LeBron versus Duncan Kind of rivalry, or is that something that's not is it is it maybe my this is two consecutive years of these two teams playing each other in the finals? Or is this something that people won't even remember more more along the lines of the Utah Jazz and the Bulls. The difference would be is that is that the, the both the Spurs and the Heat have won
1: rings. Right, right. I think I think for a legitimate rivalry, the Spurs have to win. They've already won rings. Well, they have to
0: beat the Heat. They have to beat the Heat. Yes. Okay. So, so it's not going to be a Celtics Lakers type deal until no, right? No, that's no, no, different. No. You that's know. totally different because because they, because they,
1: they won. Met they met how many times? They met probably two or three times. I think two. Or Good three.
0: question. Three. I'll bring that up. Let's see here.
1: And Celtics Lakers two or three times. Pistons Lakers two. You know, Uh that, you you've got to have that. Like say, you know, because you had what did you have? You had a. Uh, Portland Trail Blazers played in, in, in Chicago like two, two or three times. And uh, was it in, in, in the finals? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's see here. The, the Bulls. Clyde beat, Drexler and those
0: guys. They, they, they beat uh, Terry Porter and uh, Mario Elie and and those guys. Um, you know what?
1: I'm I'm mistaken. It was one Portland time. and in Detroit. Okay. Portland, Detroit. I think we played a couple times.
0: Detroit is in the Eastern Conference too, so I think right. that in right. the first three Pete, I think the Bulls beat the Suns, in the uh, Trailblazers.
1: Okay, who was, I think who was maybe the, the
0: Trailblazers twice. I don't know,
1: but I um, think, yeah, because they played them a couple times. Okay, they played them a couple times, uh, and nobody remembers those guys. Yeah, because but obviously they, didn't they, win. they they didn't win. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it was, uh, and then you had you got yeah, you have to win. You got to win a couple. You have to win at least twice. I would think. You know, it's got to be like two to one. You can't be three zero or one zero two zero. You got to to have a rivalry. It's kind of like you know, it's kind of like. Uh, yeah, you know, they say they say that uh, UK and Cal, UK and U of L is a rivalry, right? But I mean, you got to beat them, man. I mean, UK. Right beat now, them. it's
0: not much of a it's rivalry. Not, it's not
1: a rivalry, man. It's not a rivalry. I mean, because they beat them, you know. Once they yeah, and they beat them in the final four. Kentucky beat them in the final four. So, you know, it's it's not a rivalry.
0: Louisville did win one basketball game last year. Yeah. Between, against Kentucky. So we got you there. Yeah. Ha. Yeah, there you go. One out of like eight. <laughs> but I you got to get
1: to the big you got to get to the big dance, man. You got to beat them on the big stage. And that didn't happen. Beat
0: them in Rupp even would suffice in oh, my yeah. eyes. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean beat them in Rupp, right. Corrupt arena, beat them there. But uh, you know, everybody, you know, I mean not to not to revisit history, but everybody was expecting, you know, the rivalries. Like everybody's oh, it's a rivalry, it's a rivalry. It's a one. It's it's one sided, man. Patino, Calipari owns Patino. It's one sided.
0: He certainly does since he's came to Lexington. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Lex,
1: right, Lexington, Lexington. Not we're not talking about UMass, Memphis. No, no. It's all it's all Lexington. We're but, not talking about New Jersey Nets, Boston. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you got to it, it, back to the NBA thing. If the Spurs win it, then it's a, it's a pro, you can pro, you can make a. Claim that it's a legitimate rivalry. You're looking forward to next year, the rubber match. But if the Miami Heat win it, it's just that the Spurs made it to the finals again. It's not a rivalry, you know. And I don't know as far as the uh, Duncan, the Duncan LeBron thing. You probably have to play similar positions, you know, because they're not. It's not like they're going to guard each other during this series. So it's hard to say, like Dunk, you know, because you got. You know, you got Magic, Magic and Bird. Same they, side, both six yeah. nine. Right, right. And then that predated. that went back to college. You know, and then the different styles and the difference of, you know, geographic location, the the cultural thing. It, it was that was that made a, a good rivalry. You know, you know, Magic Isaiah, they're both guards. That's a rivalry. Uh, uh it's, that's a good comparison, but it's hard to compare different positions on the floor. You know, say like, oh, this is LeBron versus Duncan. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I I would say there's no question about it. The Spurs team is definitely more of a throwback. I would compare it maybe even to uh, one of the Celtics teams that won it from years ago. They even have the little nuance, and I I think a nuance would be a good way to describe it, where they have one of their key players, one of their main go-to guys, actually doesn't even start as uh, a la Kevin McHale. Uh, I believe he came off the bench for his, his majority of his his time with the Celtics. Manu Ginobili does the same thing. Oh yeah,
1: now we, yeah now he comes off the bench, right? He's he's you know, he's instant offense. He's like uh, I guess you could you might be able to compare him like to Vinnie Johnson, the microwave, at, at the Pistons. Yeah, because you know he comes on. He's instant. He's not afraid to shoot. He's uh, you know he's vocal. He's uh, and he's legit. He, you know he's he's a, he's one of those. European guys that panned out. You got a lot of them that didn't. Uh, but, Spurs, I mean, let, let's talk about that, man. The Spurs have, like, they've got a true international team. They've got uh, Ginobili, Parker. Uh, who's the other kid? That Boris Dial. Dial. Thiago Splitter. Splitter. And then Who's the guard? Uh, Gian- Gianelli, or No. Belline- Bell- Belline- Bellinelli. Bellinelli. Uh, Bellinelli. Uh, right. Mark- Marco Bellinelli. Yeah. I mean, those guys... I guess you could put Duncan in that, right? Oh, yeah, was, Virgin Islands. That's is a U, a US, U.S. Virgin Islands. That's a U.S. Uh,
0: territory. <laughs> Marco Bellinelli uh, yeah. from Italy. Yeah. So, so you're right. They're, they're an international flavor, even more so than any other team in the league, I would say. Yeah.
1: And in San Antonio. San Antonio is the, uh, the old Southwest. not a traditional basketball. You know, you would think they're like Texas football. But they've got a huge, huge fan base. Huge fan base. No question about it. Loyal fan base. Looking
0: over the numbers here. Leading the Spurs in scoring thus far in the playoffs is Tony Parker, 17.2 points per game. He's averaging 4.9 assists per game in in the 18 playoff games thus far. Number two is Tim Duncan coming in at 16.5 points a game, just under nine rebounds a game, 1.4 blocks per game. It's balanced, man. Yeah, Manu Ginobili, number three with 14 points a game. Kawhi Leonard, 13.3. Boris Diaw, who at times has been...
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, let, let me bring up his numbers from a couple of days ago.
1: He When he's he, on, he's a matchup nightmare.
0: He is. Six-foot-eight, 250 pounds. Out there, he looks to be, in my eyes, he looks to be bigger.
1: He's got to be bigger.
0: All right, Saturday...
1: He shoots the three.
0: Yeah, sa- yesterday... Is that right?
1: Yeah. yeah yesterday...
0: Yeah um Boris Diaw 26 points. Wow. 4 rebounds, 2 assists, he was 8 of 14 from the field in 36 minutes. Wow. You, you don't see that from a Thunder team. You don't see that <laughs> from uh you don't see a guy who's a journeyman right. like Boris Diaw come in and just find his niche like that on many teams. It's a it's a great team where you can see someone yeah. uh, even the Lakers, Rick Fox or certain guys they would really just find a home there, and they would they would exploit whatever role and, and opportunity there is for them and, and you get the very best out of them, and that 's what we 're seeing with the Spurs team, Someone like the Thunder and a lot of teams out there they just don 't have it
1: yeah they don't I mean you know the Spurs it, it just think about the trust the trust that these guys have in each other uh the trust that Popovich has in, in these players because there's a particular player that plays for the spurs there's a the, you don't see the you don't see the flash those guys and I think that started back with David Robinson David Robinson set that tone. those guys are like, hey, you know he's a navy guy he's like hey let's do it even with duncan duncan everybody duncan hits the game with a shot everybody's jumping up and down. Duncan runs back to the locker room and he's like uh." You know, hey, let's you know next game or whatever. It's the same. That whole that whole locker room seems like everybody's bought into the fact that hey, we this is our team, this is how we do things. This is you know we're we're here to win it because we didn't win it last year. We're here to you know we're we're good, but we you know we don't get too high, we don't get too low, and uh, I mean it's it's the pieces that they have seem to fit perfectly. And people, somebody always shows up. Patty Mills, whether it's Patty Mills, whether it's D.I. like you were talking about, who would have thought he had 26 points? That's crazy, man. And they don't care. It's like whoever, whoever's hot, that's who they're going with. It's they, not, you know. they
0: even st- started Matt Bonner a couple games um, this past series. Let's yeah. see. Matt Bonner uh, yesterday had six points, three rebounds. He got the start, played 14 minutes, but yeah, they 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 have there's some coaching that's going on there. Not to oh, say yeah. Spolstra is not coaching at all. Spolstra is getting this team to play at a very high level. They're yeah. very physical. This yeah. Miami yeah. Heat team is very intense, and
1: I I oh, I yeah, mean the, the job that
0: Spolstra is doing, I, I don't think can be understated.
1: Well, I think yeah, he 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 uh, it's a different type of coaching job. I think that he has to do. He's found his. He's found his uh, rhythm as far as the coaching, because you know these guys. He's coaching some big time personalities. LeBron James is a big time personality. Dwayne Wade is a big time personality. These guys. These are diva guys, right? These these guys. These are diva. I mean, you can tell that the they're, they're you know good guys or team players. They want to win championships, but at one point in time. These guys well Wade was the man for for when they, when they won their first championship with Wade he he pretty much did everything. he's the man, okay LeBron James is the man. Chris Bosch in Toronto was the man uh, Haslam he's the the venerable veteran guy he's the man These, he's you know he's got some big time personalities to manage. So he's doing a good job, and I think he pushes the right buttons at the right time. And these guys are probably, you know, they, they look like they're they're pretty self-motivated, man. They're self-motivated guys. So you know, he's just got to like, hey, like a jockey he knows, he's got he's got California Chrome. You know, pull back, give it, give him the whip a little bit. Not easy. Yeah, it's not easy.
0: Not easy, but but there's a, a certain approach you have to have. When you do have divas, I mean, maybe not divas, but you have well, those type of big, huge personalities on your team. He's got Jesus playing for him. Eh? He's got Jesus. He's got even Ray Allen, yes. <laughs> the Weekend Sports Buzz is brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence, personal injury attorney. Call 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. Brandon and myself are going to head to a break, and we'll be back with more Weekend Sports Buzz. Welcome back to Your Weekend Sports Buzz. I'm Kelly Patrick alongside my man Brandon J. Lawrence coming at you. Got about seven minutes left in the show today. Today's show as the NBA theme intro has basically been a lot of talk about the NBA and the NBA finals and the the dynasties that are battling this upcoming Thursday at 9 o'clock between the Miami Heat and even over the last 10 years, they won a title in 2006, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. So right. the Heat
0: have won three rings over the past 10 years. Right. Over the past 15 years, the, the Spurs have won four.
1: I mean, that's, you know, and uh, somebody told me it's an interesting thing. Uh, I guess since 83, only nine teams have won the uh, NBA championship.
0: Multiple. Oh, only nine teams have won yeah. it at
1: all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a it's rare Yeah, because the man.
0: Pistons have won it, what, three times? Pistons, you had Pistons Rockets run. twice. Rockets. Not many
1: one and duns. Chicago. Who's the one-and-done? Uh, Dallas. Oh, good call. Dallas. Who else? I think that's probably the only one, right? Is everybody else? You say since kind of
0: 83?
1: Teams? Since 83. Nine teams. Uh, that's like 20. How many years is that? 30. 30. 30 years. Wow. That's crazy. It's rare company. It's tough to win an NBA championship.
0: And there's something to be said for the fact that certain organizations do, do it over and over
1: again. The Lakers, what does that say about teams like the Pistons? It just – th- the key is keeping it together. Man, I think management. You got to have good management.
0: Do the Pistons have good management? They did. Or do they just get lucky their second time?
1: Well, everybody gave Joe Dumars the second go-round. They gave Joe with, with with Rashid and Chauncey Billups and Larry Brown. They gave Joe Dumars a lot of credit. Uh but then he got fired, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't he it draft. Uh,
0: who did he draft ahead of Dwayne Wade and Carmel Anthony? What's that uh, guy's name? I don't even remember.
1: Is he not the lead? Oh, you're talking about, uh, gee uh, A big European. Darko, Darko. Darko Milicek. Right. Yep. <laughs> He's out of there. He's like, yeah, everybody was like, who's this guy? Darko. It's crazy, man. But, you know, that was the European movement. That was like the European phase. You had, you had the youth phase. And then you had the European phase, like with uh, Ricky Rubio. It took him a while. It took it takes guys a while. Some guys, some guys, yeah. It took Dirk a little bit of time. Took Dirk some time. Dirk, you know, Dirk developed his game. He worked on his game a lot. Uh yeah. I mean, but he's. I mean, he's who he is right now. But you know, Ricky Rubio, those guys. It, it takes him a minute, man. Some of them, uh, you, you gotta. And it depends where you go to. He's playing in Minnesota. Parker came to the Spurs. Uh, uh, Dirk Dallas, you know, it, it put some pieces around him and helped him out. So it depends.
0: It goes back to, uh, and I'm very impressed, Brandon. I, I said, who's the only one and done over the past 30 years? Is that true? You spit it right out. The Dallas Mavericks won a title. With Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki. They
1: could have won it. They, they probably should have beat Miami that one year, but. And win
0: it another time. But, you know,
1: hey. 30, you know, the way it happened.
0: Is that the only one and done over the last um, 30, 30 years?
1: I can't think of another one. You know? No question last... about it. Whoever
0: wins it this year will be obviously not a one and done. As, oh, as yeah. I said, the, the Heat have won it three times over the last um, 10 years, even.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's it's just like kinda like the NFL. I mean, when you win the championship Boston Celtics
0: over the well ah, not
1: Celtics. Well they won it in eighty six. They won it in eighty six. Yeah, yeah, and eighty four. But recently, yeah. So recently, over yeah, the
0: recently. last thirty years, eighty three the Sixers won it.
1: Eighty yeah, the Sixers. But they were in it a couple times though, right? I think they were in the
0: They were. They lost the year before to the Lakers. Yeah. So I guess over the last thirty years, the Dallas Mavericks and the Philadelphia 76ers, What does that say about the NBA? Does it lack parity? I bet the NFL doesn't have such a glaring statistic like that. They pride themselves on teams like the Colts will make a run, or, or you know, I mean, there's there's the more best teams win more man. examples of you know, of smaller market teams winning and and things like that in the in the NBA. I'm sorry, in the NFL than than in the NBA.
1: The best teams win, man. You're not going to have. Butler going to the championship game two years in a row for the NBA.
0: Great stuff. Our weekend sports buzz every Saturday from 9 to 11 and Sunday from 10 until noon is brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence, personal injury attorney. Call 502-587-0041 to reach the best personal injury attorney in the city of Louisville. We appreciate you tuning in today. I encourage you to stay tuned for those weekend golf guys up next after us. Be sure to come back next Saturday. And Sunday for more of your weekend sports buzz.